Excuse me, young man. Would, you've got to stop playing the games. You're a disgrace. Excuse me, sir. Would you stop playing the games? Young man, you must listen to me. Hey, hey, I'm sorry, but you're not allowed to have food on the games. No one's ever gotten seven figures on this machine before. Not even me. I don't know if this machine's capable of seven figures. Well, I'm sorry about that, but I work here now, and I find your appearance highly objectionable. I suggest that you just trot on out of here and come back when you're in better condition to play the game. Let you and me do what's inside this, okay? This week, a couple familiar guests join us for a movie originally titled Video Madness. About right. This is the Pool Scene Podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm joined by Jim. Hey, now. Also in studio, returning together, Michael Kalenich, Shane Herman. What's up? Hello, Pool Scene Podcast. Yeah. What do you gentlemen have going on? Uh, this is my fourth appearance yeah. yes it is i'm a four-timer Me i'm like a four-timer like, snl one, like when tom hanks or steve martin a, a pool scene robe yeah a pool oh. scene towel yeah so close how, how many times four you? yes four. you're four too yes <laughs> so, yeah. most of them were with you yeah, yeah i've done one two of them. one without you i believe yeah you I guys have done two solos yeah. and two together because okay. i did lost boys in uh back to school he did porkies oh and that's a good one shit i can't remember all of them there's a lot we've we done did a bachelor party together that's right right we've done 136 yeah. episodes i believe we're up to now so damn has well, anyone else had four appearances besides mag ch yeah. i think is around four or five i think Ooh, five yeah that's when you get the towel we're gonna have to get the pool scene nice. beach towels yes. uh just right either of you guys want to plug anything while we're i'd like to plug mike <laughs> <laughs> well my youtube yeah there you oh, go oh yeah you know the american zennial on youtube and also the axu i have two of them and that's for the wrestling I, we do wrestling it's e like fed a, a role-playing how would you ex describe that it's an e-fed that's what it would be called, yeah. I never heard of that. That thing. I used to be a part of that I've walked away. We want you back. It's almost WrestleMania season. <laughs> want you back. Did you like that pizza? Did you like that beer? I'm trying to sweeten you up. That so was he's good. Wooing you. That was good. We got some pizza from the yeah. Red Plum in Halland. Very good. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. just got a plug. Yeah, they did. For free. Yeah. yeah. I, what I, the uh, fuck what am I doing? Do? Mike spent all the money and they get a free <laughs> fucking plug. <laughs> Uh, Shane, you want to do any bump luggage? Oh, uh, yeah. Don't have a release date or anything now, but I'm working right now with mutual friend Steve Swanson. That's right. A, a comedian, local comedian. And we are going to be putting out pretty soon a sitcom based in a bowling alley. Nice. Where it's kind of a parody of Bowling for Dollars. Remember that old uh, like, game yeah. show? And I play uh, Don Walker. TV's Don Walker. Yo. I'm the host. And there's a lot of crazy characters in there and there's going to be another kind of theme to 
it where there's the the family that owns this bowling alley that's kind of going downhill. It's set in Youngstown. Okay. Uh, is this at a certain bowling alley in which we have that we are one aware of, of? My favorite places. Who's also going to get a free plug? West Side Bowl. Good old name. Youngstown, Ohio, yes. Mahoning Avenue. But yeah, we uh, did some shooting last week. Uh, we got a lot of footage. Got a great great production company. We got some sponsors. So uh, Steve's putting together basically uh, a little thing to shop around with okay. what we what we shot already. Hopefully we'll be shooting some more episodes this summer. Plus Steve did stuff with uh, Rogers and everything, right? He yeah, did. he did. Um, he had something on Amazon Prime called Flea Market Fanatics. That's it. Which was like reality show. Okay. okay. Reality show. And then we shot some stuff. A bunch of comedians shot some stuff before that called Dirt Mall. Okay. And it was just crazy characters you would see at uh, at the flea market. And he put together this little, a short little, I think it was like almost an hour. Okay. Like featurette. We're trying to shop something called Milf Mall, <laughs> where we go to an abandoned mall and fill it full of milfs. I like Who will it. survive? I like it. It's like the running man with milfs. Are you going to put them in the, the abandoned, uh, <laughs> the fountains? Yes. You just get them all wet? There's some sort of carousel. Them. I like it. I like it. Watch out for the mall walkers. They'll still be there. <laughs> oh, they're always if, there. If there's a mall, they will walk it. Exactly. <laughs> We're talking 1983's Joysticks, directed by Graydon Clark. The name Graydon is a derivative of the English name Grayson, meaning son of the gray-haired man. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Clark pretty much made his career with low-budget action in horror with titles like Satan's Cheerleaders, Final Justice, and Mike Hammer, Private Eye. The classics. <laughs> the classics, exactly. <laughs> who could forget? Oh, who could? Clark also wrote this one. He was doing a test screening for his movie Wacko. I, I wouldn't brag about that. <laughs> He's like Don Clark, but shittier. <laughs> it's like cheaper, shittier, I always said it. So he was doing a test screening for his movie Wacko when he saw a group of teenagers playing arcade games in the lobby of the theater. The film's entire production and shoot, Shane, I know you're going to be surprised by this, <laughs> 13 days. Oh, so, you're going to say $13. 13 I was like, that's way too much. Uh, so they had the efficiency of a Hallmark or Lifetime Christmas movie. Midway allowed Clark to use images of their games, including Pac-Man, Satan's Hollow, and unreleased Super Pac-Man in the movie in exchange for only the free advertising. Wow. Hence the Pac-Man wow. transitions. That was huge because Pac-Man was like the biggest yeah. thing in the world. Yeah. Just like, time. Take it for free. We're sure a ton of people are going to see this. <laughs> Fucking Buckner and Garcia, Pac-Man fever. I mean, come on. And don't forget the use of arcade game stripper. Yeah. Which was not a Midway title, unfortunately. So Jim, getting to use the Midway licensing for free did them a favor. It may have helped out with budget, but it did. Did it lead to racking up a high score at the box office? Let us know along with news and number ones at time of release. <laughs> WUAB, Channel 43, where the news comes first. This is the 10 o'clock news. Joysticks came out March the 4th, 1983 to Shane, Mike, Kevin, get ready for this. A $300,000 budget. Oh, man. How it cost Ooh. 300 grand. Dude, that must have all gone to Joe Don Baker. <laughs> Had to have. Well, I also 250000 of that went to Joe Don Baker. They also yeah. built the arcade, though. Yeah. You so could, they had to purchase all these cabs, which at the time were probably a couple expensive. thousand dollars so, each. Yeah. I would agree. And it made at the box office. This is what stunned the shit out of me. Four 
million dollars. What, the what stuns me is, <laughs> it, it, of is that it was released at a box office. Yeah. 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 Why, that is straight to video. Exactly. Or in, like late night well, Cinemax in, in at like 80, three in the morning. In yeah. 83, their home video release was. It was infant. Not, yeah. yeah. Everything got released to theater. I would have liked to see this at like a drive-in. I could imagine this being so you played. Could drive the fuck out as yeah. soon as possible. Well, I could have seen this back in the day playing at like Warren Twin Cinemas. Like, <laughs> hey, you could play uh, Pac-Man in the Twin Cinemas, go over to Murphy's Mart, and then Echo Lane's the play more yeah, games. Yeah, I don't know if there's even any, anything lower that I would say. I don't think so either. No. When churches would like just show like movies and you would like go like on a Saturday. Yeah, it's weird. I saw the cat from outer space at a church. Could you imagine <laughs> seeing <laughs> you go to a church and the pastor's like, ah, we're going to show this. These kids love these videos. They love videos. Joysticks. First scenes out. Oh, just tits everywhere. Yeah. Within a minute. Within a minute. Tits. Yeah. So the most popular arcade cabinets, speaking of, in 1983, and we see one out of three of these. Pole position, we see basically mm-hmm. during the opening credits. Yeah. Dragon's Lair, the laser disc. Oh, yeah. Spectacular game. You play it now, you're like, fuck, game ain't good. And that was like a cartoon. Is it Mr. Do or Mr. Doe? Because I've heard two people I always called him it. Mr. Do. I always said do because it's D-O. But I, th- yeah. I thought it was Doe, though. I thought it actually is Mr. I don't Do. know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, no. I think I will. Do a dear. Also in 1983, which brought a kind of a big finality to video games, there was the huge video game crash of 1983. Americans bought $3 billion worth of video games, but the fad wore off. Atari lost $80 million in one quarter. Consumers are fickle, and Atari is facing a challenge. So in 1983, we see the first ripples of what would be the big video game crash. Pac-Man comes out and everybody knows what Pac-Man is and then they get their 2600 version out and it was promised to be Pac-Man and it was not Pac-Man. All these Atari games that shovelware, any type of grocery store item, they'd make a fucking Atari game out of it. Like the journey. Yeah, the journey game. There was the, oh, I can't remember what it was. Any movie they made into a video game sucked. Porky's sucked. Single one of them it, sucked. Horrible. Wait, there's a Porky's game. There's a Porky's game. That's what do you not, do on that? You show your dick. It's like your dick through the <laughs> well, through Kevin, the glory hole. There were the Atari porn games. There was three of them. Yeah. There was Custard's Revenge, Beat 'Em and Eat 'Em. I bet you guys can yeah. think what that's all about. Beat 'Em and Eat 'Em. Yeah. yeah. And there was like a hot tub game. There's a hot yep. tub game, strip poker, Atari graphics, mind you. So yeah. it was all pixelated. Like, what I could think of was like down the road, but that was in the it was 90s. like lounge shoot Larry. Lounge shoot that's what I thought too. Which were the, the guy best. game? Yeah, which got banned real yeah. quick as all the girls in that were underage. No, what? Yeah, shocking. Oh my yeah. god! So if you can get a copy of the guy game for Xbox or PlayStation Two, you're going it's to jail. You're going to jail. <laughs> you're going to jail. <laughs> it's rare, and you're going to jail. So that shows up. And full disclosure: when Shane asked me, "Hey, do you want to do a set in the end of February?" I should just bring out a TV, wheel it out like a substitute teacher's <laughs> in, and just play the guy game for everybody. <laughs> Let's do that. Who's ready for this? Then everyone goes to jail, too. (laughs) Ready for prison. Just like the world's greatest joke that I did at the Reef, that'll be the second greatest joke of all time, is I get everybody arrested. Yes. (laughs) On to the news, Kevin, Shane, and Michael. At this time in 1983, compact discs were developed by Philips and Sony, so the world got attuned to the compact disc. That was in 1983? 1983, they debuted. I think I saw a CD until, like, 90... Dude, it was very old. 94? I want to say like 89, 90 national record mark.
Walmart at the mall. I can't remember. Still my stuff. first CD I got for my birthday, my 18th birthday. It was, so it was March 14th, 1991. That was the first time I ever had or and saw they a came, CD. And they came in the security. Yes. Thing, so oh, it was like 16 thing. inches tall. Yeah. Right. And it was like a plastic. But you could take that yeah. thing and yeah. like hang it up. It was like a poster. Yeah. All right. Let's go around the table real quick. Do you remember the first CD you bought with your own money? Shane. With my own With your own money. money. I believe it was Ice T's original gangster. Nice. Kevin. It was Nine Inch Nails Downward Spiral. Of course, Stone Temple Pilot. Yep. Nice. And then mine, Naughty by Nature, 1993. Nice. nice. Had to get that one. Also, in 1983, the weird phenomena. Phenomena. But <laughs> na, 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 na. The weird phenomena that occurred. Phenomena. <laughs> na, 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 na. But, uh, uh. The weird phenomena. Phenomena. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> the weird phenomena but I'm it up, that occurred in 1983, the Los Angeles tornado. It was a day of massive cleanup in South Central Los Angeles as the area along Broadway tried to get back to normal. And took out the roller skating. Took out Molly Crew. Took out Molly Crew. <laughs> Shane's favorite network debuted on cable television, the Nashville Network. Woohoo! TNN. TNN, yeah. Bull riding, NASCAR. Boop, scoop, easy line dancing. They taught me how to line dance, Jim. Duke's a hazard. And then President Ronald Reagan introduces the Strategic Defense Initiative. What if free people could live secure in the knowledge that their security did not rest upon the threat of instant U.S. retaliation to deter a Soviet attack, that we could intercept and destroy strategic ballistic missiles before they reached our own soil or that of our allies. Or Star otherwise Wars? known as Star Wars. You mean Prune Face from Dick Tracy? That's right. <laughs> Who, for all of you out there, thank you for checking out Dick Tracy, but Will. we revealed on the show that Prune Face was going to be Ronald Reagan. Mr. Gorbachev, take down that wall. And like I told Kevin, could you have imagined Ronald Reagan showing up in Dick Tracy with no makeup that on, just would, Ronald Reagan? Would have been amazing. Quite frankly. Would have been the best cameo ever. If you're familiar with Dick Tracy, everybody, you know how many stars are in that movie. It wouldn't have shocked me one bit if Ronald Reagan just fucking walked just his ass right on the slipped set. slipped right in there. Yeah. I mean, he was an actor. A lot of people don't know that. Was. Before he was governor I mean, of California. He was a Hollywood back Democrat. Back to the actor future tells you that. That's true. Yes. <laughs> the and actor? Kevin, this week, we're going to do something a little different. We haven't done this in a while. Let's have a little birthday celebration. Kevin, your favorite of mine, Deuce Klimp Dency was right. born in 1983. Carrie Underwood. Okay. Huh? And Jordan Hansen, or as most of you will know him, as Taylor Hansen. He took his middle name. Why? Instead of his first name. No idea. To make Jonathan, him more, he was uh, going to yeah. be Jonathan Taylor Hansen. Yeah, but, he didn't want to be confused with Michael Jordan, so he ended oh, up being well. Taylor well, Hansen. So everyone thought he was a girl, so mm -hmm. he could have achieved that through oh, Jordan yeah. or Taylor, but... Full disclosure, I yeah. thought it was a girl. Yeah. I Both thought he was a girl. Names. I was like, that's a really cute yeah. girl. Oh, that's a guy. Oh, whatever. Cute guy. Cute Is guy. The, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yes. The lead singer of Hanson. Yep. That's the only song yep. I know. Not the only that one. Thing. I went to that's a Hanson concert last year with my girlfriend. Of course you did. You First of all, you drug her <laughs> to no. the Hanson concert. She is the Hanson aficionado. Seen Han she's seen Hanson. Like dozens of times. 15, 20 times. Really good concert. It well, was at the Agora. Yeah, but what's going to change after the second time? It's true. How do they look now? They just get older? They they look pretty good, but right. do they the have new music? Man new music. They release like a new album every two years. But what I appreciated the most is after the concert, they all hang out outside.
outside by their buses, they meet every single person. Wow. What the fuck else are they going to do? I know, but it kind of was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's really cool, man. They Seriously, go to White man. Castle? It was really cool, but I must say, I was like. I mean, that is pretty cool. My girlfriend and her sister have met Hanson 50 times, but after a while, I'm like, are we going to fucking go home? It's fucking three in the morning. They're just not going on her bus. Zach is fucking high on weed, and it's just like, yeah. shit. Jim was like just standing outside of the tour bus for like three hours, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, she's probably just getting an autograph. <laughs> They're not running a train on my girlfriend right Not at now. all. They're not bopping the shit out of her while I'm <laughs> freezing my dick off. One guy, one guy who would have been a tremendous... Also, my apologies to your girlfriend for, <laughs> for saying all of that. One guy who was a tremendous fan of Hanson. Let's throw it over to George Michael. George. Good evening, everybody. I'm George Michael. Welcome to the Sports Machine. Wait, are Hanson fans called Fansons? Because they should be. Oh, it would make perfect sense. There's probably a name. I have no... Taylor Wrights. I have no idea. Pittsburgh. Steelers quarterback Terry Bradshaw Woo! is admitted to the hospital for a surgery to repair his throwing arm under Ooh. the alias Tom Brady. What? So he used the what? name Tom Brady because people or didn't want everybody to know that Terry Bradshaw is in the hospital. Wait, what year is this? This is 1983. Wow. He just picked Tom oh Brady out. That's some spooky some shit right Nostradamus there. Nostradamus shit right, right? there. Terry Bradshaw. Saw the fucking future. Can we get, predicted the goat. Can we get Terry Bradshaw off TV? I thought you want to say, can we get him on the podcast? We, Probably. Maybe. Funny, not funny, not funny. That's First of all, Bradshaw Terry Bradshaw was in the best comedy of all time. Hooper? Close. Okay, what? Cannonball Run? Cannonball Run, motherfucker. Oh, okay. That was my other option. Yeah, oh my. Him and Mel Tillis gosh. had the Hawaiian Tropics fucking run. car. What a movie. And they drove it into the pool of the hotel. And here's yes. the thing. And if it wasn't for Burt Reynolds, he probably never would have been in a movie ever. No, he was in... Uh, uh, a lot of them. He was in Hooper. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. He was also in Smoking the Bandit Dose. Burt Reynolds. Told you. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Yeah, they were Burt all, Reynolds. They were if it wasn't Burt for Burt. Burt yeah, he loved him. And he was in Failure to Launch with Matthew McConaughey. That's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> The USFL, the United States Football League, also debuts in 1983. The USFL season's about ready to kick off with the XFL here in about a month and a half. So we're going to get some spring football, but two different leagues. Why do they keep trying to do other football? Because they it, figure, you know. He hate me. America, yeah. we love football. We got to have it year round. So we'll see well, if it lasts. Maybe they'll have now one. It, maybe they'll have one that isn't a league that isn't fixed. Maybe that that's what they're trying to do. Now in Ohio, we can bet on the XFL and USFL. If you're a real digital. Generate. Yeah, that's true. You want to bet on the other football leagues. That's very true. You can. Might Man, well. I got $500 on arena football tonight. <laughs> 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 the number one movie in also, America. Also, let me interrupt. Yeah. Ohio is on pace with sports betting to outbet Las Vegas this year. You fucking serious? Yep. What else do we year? have to do? Yeah. That's the state of Ohio amazing. is going to receive more money, more cash in bets on sports than Las Vegas, Nevada. Kalina, you seem like you'd be into the sports betting, like no. random shit. No, I don't like that. That's what you would think, but I yeah. do not like sports. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> Most like people sport. that bet on them don't even do watch like them. Gambling. No, I'll do, um, Are you a gambling, gambling man? Yes. I don't want to deal with sports because I don't Born know nothing about it. I born a gambling man. There you go. I'll play fantasy football. That's it. It's like it's sort okay. of like fantasy football. Yeah. It's enough. Honestly, I don't know anything about sports either. So I I, I like watching well, football though. If you like with the Super Bowl coming up, if you like prop bets, you can bet money on things such as the coin toss. Oh yeah. Such mm. as which coach will be shown first on the sideline on the broadcast. All those stuff bets. like that. You could oh, bet yeah. how long the halftime show is going yeah. to go. You can bet on dumb shit. There's going to be somebody propping that money up for you, so you can do you that. Know, all these guys at work are like, oh, I parlayed this team, that yep. team, a fork, five. I don't know. parlay, parlay, parlay. <laughs> parlay. 
Speaking of something that parlayed for 17 weeks at the box office, Tootsie is the number one oh, movie yeah. in America. Good movie, man. Great movie. Bill Murray. A lot uh, of people forget Bill Murray was also in it. I believe Jessica Lange was a love interest. Jessica Lange was in it. I saw Tootsie for the first time like a year and a half ago. Really? Yeah. I never Dude. saw it before. You know what oh. kills me? Tremendous movie. This motherfucker has a movie podcast, and he'll be like, I never saw the Godfather yes. trilogy. Kevin's but I saw way. Joysticks yeah. 32 fucking times. <laughs> it's only three times. I've seen Joe's <laughs> oh, three times, four times too many. And a number one song in America that nobody has ever heard of. Not now, not ever. Michael Jackson, Billie Jean, <laughs> number one in the oh, country. That's, a, that's an obscure track. So get yourself that's ready for some totally awesome video games. Over to Kevin. That's the end of the news. Mayor Neville, the lazy no count. Sorry. He refuses to close that horrible video arcade. Daddy, would you like to get out of my race, okay? I am laying down the law about that arcade, young lady. Oh, Daddy, that reminds me. Connie and I were, like, going to go shopping at the Bonorama. Could I have some billies then? Pardon? You know, I think you caught it in lettuce once or was a cabbage. All right, all right. Uh... <laughs> at least I didn't take them. Thank God. All right, now, Patsy, we have an understanding. You will not go to the arcade again, right? Daddy, if I want to go to the arcade, like, I am going to go. So Joysticks got a Betamax and VHS release by Vestron Video. I always like to discuss Vestron anytime they come up on here, and we should probably do a Swim Meet yeah, series. Yeah, he, he was the uh, guy that fought Optimus Prime. Yes, exactly, yes. Vestron. <laughs> he had a metal vest. Yeah. <laughs> they, he transformed into a vest. A yeah. sequin vest. The fucking uh, vest? It was reversible. <laughs> I am Vestron. Vestron was a pioneer of home video release out of Stamford, Connecticut, which led to them also becoming a studio and distributor most famously known for releasing. Jim, any idea? In 87, we covered it on one of Dirty our Dirty Dancing. Yeah, Dirty Dancing. There you go. They also uh, had a spinoff called Lightning Pictures, which was more like genre films. Lightning Pictures released Blood Diner, Street Trash, Class of 1999. Hell yeah. Ghoulies 2, Ghoulies Go to College. <laughs> Me and Mike love the Ghoulies. Yeah, and yes. a gnome named Norm. Don't watch that one. Sometime after going inactive in 93, they became an arm of Lionsgate. Lionsgate will still do collector releases under the Vestron banner. And all will be on Tubi right now. And every single one of them is probably on Tubi. Speaking of which, this movie is currently on Tubi. If you want to watch Joysticks, I know Shane has on YouTube. On- it's on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> You cannot watch it on YouTube too. I will say I'm absolutely shocked. Yeah. Because you love too. shit movies like we do. You fucking hated this I movie. I do. And the Funniest thing about this movie, you know, I'm a huge, especially 80s movies. This, this is my genre. You're like us. I grew up in the 80s, and that's all I did. I was a fat kid who didn't play sports, who just watched movies. Like, I watched movies. I read about movies. I had magazines to see what movies were coming out. Somehow, this slipped past my radar yeah. for damn near 50 years. Which I'm shocked. And you bring this <laughs> abomination <laughs> to my attention. And yeah, yeah, I, I watched it. And it's, yeah, I, I, I love shitty movies, 80s movies. 
movies, especially. This is the worst. <laughs> At least there's the bosoms in it, worst. though. There's bosoms. Yeah, that's good. We can definitely segue from from what Shane said. Let's pump some quarters into the plot. This plot is the same plot to like 26 different 80s movies. <laughs> but just <laughs> plug in video games for breakdancing or BMX or saving the rec center. It's all the same movie. Something with skiing. Yeah, it's yeah. skiing. It's, it's all the same movie. But again, you just have preference for certain ones over other ones. Yeah, I like funny and enjoyable ones. I like funny movies. <laughs> this was ne- neither of those things. I like movies where my 19-year-olds don't look like they're 30. Uh, <laughs> our movie opens with stereotypical 80s archetype nerd Eugene on his way to his first day of work at a popular arcade in town. Eugene Groby. Which is owned by Jefferson Bailey. Jefferson Bailey. Basically, this local businessman named Joseph Rudder hates the arcade once it's shut down. This probably has a lot to do with his daughter Patsy. His his nickname was Dutch. The old Dutch Rudder. Has his daughter Patsy hanging out there all the time. Come on! Exactly. Also, it's a teen sex comedy, so the gaps in plot are filled by scenes of pranks and boobs. Oh, they're filled, all right. Yeah, they fill those gaps. Rudder takes Rudder takes his complaints to the news. This leads to, I guess, what we could call a trial, where it's determined that the <laughs> arcade can stay in a high school gymnasium. Yeah. Yes. However, Rudder still isn't satisfied. He challenges Jeff to a competition. He hires a regular patron of the arcade named King Vidiot to compete against a player of Jeff. <laughs> Holly Feld in his pajamas. If King Vid wins, the arcade must close, which makes no sense because he loves the arcade. Jeff chooses his best friend, former class president and video game savant, Jonathan Andrew McDorfus, a.k.a. Dorfus. <laughs> However, not even Dorf or the Dorf. No, no, no it could be they just the Dorf, the, the Mick off. Yeah. And he's just Dorfus. Well, there's a game called Gorf. He could have been yeah. Dorf. That's yeah. like, hey, Mike Klenich, your your new nickname is Olenich. Yeah, yeah. we're just gonna take the game. <laughs> My favorite Irish guy ever, <laughs> Olenich. Olenich. <laughs> However, the morning of the event. Rudder's nephews kidnap Dorfus. Jeff is forced to play instead. It's widely known that Jeff doesn't play video games because of an unfortunate incident with his first love and her dad. That fucking incident. <laughs> it should not have ruined his video game playing. <laughs> screen reflection. Yeah, the screen reflection. <laughs> yeah. Rudder is so confident King Vidiot has won that he tells him to stop playing. But then Jeff gets in the zone and wins. And then Grandpa returns, who has tracked down Jeff's first love, and they reconnect. Happy endings all around. You know why? Kevin, because he is Horn he and is he champion. is champion. Let's get into characters. Jodon Baker as Joseph Rudder. Buford Pusser. <laughs> he was in Fletch, Cape Fear, Congo, bunch well, of stuff. Yeah, Walking Tall. Yeah, walking tall. Several westerns. Oh, yeah. Leaf Green as Eugene Groby. I believe he's in Greece, too. Great. Jim Greenleaf as Jonathan Andrew McDorfus. <laughs> Scott McGinnis as Jefferson Bailey. John Grease as King Vidiot, credited as Jonathan Grease. Uncle Rico, yes. Laszlo Hollyfeld, and Real Genius. Yes. He's in both seasons of White Lotus. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's a homeless guy in Seinfeld. Where uh, That's right. Yeah. Kramer gives him the Tupperware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he also finds George's toupee. <laughs> That's right. Corinne Borer as Patsy Rudder. She's in uh, Police, she's Academy. Laura, Police Academy 4. And Jim, you, you looked her up, and she's in all kinds. She's in a ton of shit. Was in one of my. I love this sitcom when I was a kid. It was called Free Spirit. Okay. She played a witch. Okay. There's like this single dad, divorced dad who was raising kids, and she was like the nanny. He didn't know she was a witch, but she did all this kind of like bewitch, but with like a single. Why? It was like Charles in Charge. Okay. But with a witch. 
But why yes. did they have to give her this horribly bad Valley Girl voice? Maybe, maybe that was a, a decision on her part. Maybe uh, it was an acting choice. Yeah, and that's why it's, she it got was the eighties, man. You, you yeah. needed at least one Valley Girl. There's yeah. probably no one else worth mentioning other than there's a guy named Reed Cruxshanks who plays Coach Straight. I just like saying the name Reed Cruxshanks. So this can just be thrown out to the group. Anyone want to chime in? Which actor or actress gives a passable performance? Does any non-lead character steal scenes? I'll go first, and oh, I'll okay. actually say I think it's Candy in the Pac-Man panties. Yeah. <laughs> she had three oh, or four lines, and that's, that's it. Good. Hey, candy, candy. You're great. Great. Hi, Jan. Hi, Candy. You want to play Pac-Man? Maybe later. Maybe later. Oh. Kalenich, anybody stick out to you? Any characters you like? Yes. Dorfus. What do you want this hour? Uh, my name is Jonathan Andrew McDorfus. I needed somebody to talk to, and I, I knew I could trust you. Talk. It's two o'clock in the morning. What is this? Are you drunk? Drunk? No, I'm not drunk. What? I don't even take mine altering drugs. <laughs> Eugene and Patsy. Okay. Stereotypical eighties. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that's all. I'm trying to think if there was one. It's rough. One redeeming. There's no votes for uh, Rudder's wife. Yeah. Oh, Rudder's wife I was, was good. You know what? I'm going to go with the two idiot nephews of Joe Don Baker. Is my mascara overdone? Max, cut it out. No, really. If it's too much, I can fix it. Your mascara is fine. You wouldn't just say that? Max, you look great. Don't worry. What, what's this? Let me see some. Oh, Let me see some. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. God, don't be such a bully. Don't forget. <laughs> Max, we gotta look and act like these video game pinball players so we can check out the place and they won't notice it. Okay. Max, you got it? Uh-huh. You got it? Yeah. It's Maxine. I'm gonna lay you out. You promise? Yeah, yes. they were both in stripes. And yes, the, that's what he's from. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the funny thing was, like, for the first 20 minutes of the movie, neither of them was saying a word. So I thought, oh, it's going to be like, because yeah. the one guy is from Newhart. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the Daryls. Daryl. Hello, I'm Larry. This is my brother, Daryl. This is my other brother, brother Daryl. It was the blonde Daryl. Yep. And they didn't say anything for, like, most of the movie. And then they start getting these yeah. it was just ridiculous situations yeah. that they were in. And I'm just like, okay, they're, they're supposed to be kind of like from Police Academy, like, you know, Harris and... Uh, who oh, oh Proctor. Proctor. And Proctor. Yeah, they were just kind of just like those That's little comic relief. Too. Two yeah. little idiots. Yeah. 100%. I, I thought of that analogy. I was thinking this is a Proctor situation. <laughs> yeah. Can we also but get actually, it? they're both Proctors. They're yes, just having two, two Proctors. Proctors. <laughs> Can we give double a shout Proctor. out to uh, Jefferson's grandfather yeah. who had the wherewithal at 85 years of age, possibly, to, you know what? These kids love these video games. I'm going to open up an arcade out of this warehouse. Yeah. Grandpa George. Jeff, you're back. Oh, Grandpa, you missed it. I was able to play again. It was so great. Oh, that's wonderful, Jeff. That's wonderful. And I got more wonderful news for you. I've been looking for a friend of yours, and I found her. <sighs> Sandy. Young people should be together, don't you think? Oh, yes, sir. I sir. Oh, <laughs> hi. Dorfus, you tell your young friend here that this here horse belongs to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but Grandpa George, you see, Eugene's got a, a special kind of problem. Oh, hell, that's obvious. 
Somebody got to get this boy laid. He had the awesome dude. I have and some they, questions about yeah. that whole arrangement. Plus, yeah. Plus, they really uh, did a lot of character development on the grandfather. You learned a lot about him. <laughs> a lot of flashback scenes. A yeah. lot of. No, that's all horse he shit. Shows up with thirty seconds in the movie and conveniently brings Jefferson's girlfriend. And then he literally looks right. at Eugene and go, "That kid needs laid." He, he has like this nurse with him who's wearing a Halloween outfit yeah. of a nurse and grabs her ass like, "Yeah, this one's." mine kid honk honk okay can we be fully honest there are a lot of women in this movie a lot they're all hot they're yeah his nurse she's all right she's monday club 76 all right <laughs> if you know what i mean monday afternoon or night? monday 3 30 p.m okay. okay the girl named monday road or beef. monday the day road beef misspelled gotcha. my name's monday i don't work on monday yeah i'm her, a tuesday her dancing name is actually mundane mundane <laughs> the nurse was wearing gentlemen now on the gold stage. Mondays. Mundane Mondays at Club 76. Mediocre Monday. We got to stop plugging these places on free advertising. <laughs> Gentlemen, avert your eyes if you don't want to have nightmares. All right, let's... Uh, How do you have five C-sections? Let's talk about best scenes. Kalanich, you want to kick it off? Oh, some of my favorite scenes. I like the beginning montage because it reminds me of this movie Night Patrol. That montage where it's oh. kind of like you're showing within a minute or two, you're giving everybody's backstory. You're just squeezing it into two minutes. Like this guy's a nerd. This guy was this. And then it shows like boobs. people. Boobs. <laughs> and then it such, shows like. It's such a staple of 80s movies that we don't get anymore. Yes. Because it's so easy to do. It's just like in two minutes, it's just boom, 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 boom. Look at yeah. all these cool stuff. Look at all these flashing lights. They catch this character's this yes within two minutes you're like exactly. this, this is how everyone's related the relationships everything hope i don't spill things look like you maybe you'd like to pull over and sing us a song oh. you think i have a good voice mm -hmm. <laughs> i never really thought i had a good voice oh come on over we'll make beautiful music together you know? I like fun just as much as the next guy, but um, it's my first day at the arcade. You work at the video arcade? Jeff Bailey's? Yes, I'm helping Mr. Ba uh, Jeff out. Why don't you come on over? Well, I'd really like to. I mean, a guy can't have too many friends in this life, but I really gotta go. <laughs> oh, no oh my. <laughs> Why don't you come on over? Come on over now, there? What do you mean? Now? Here in your back seat now? <laughs> well, okay. Seatbelt. Uh, look at him. Do you really have to go through with this? <laughs> do you want to get in sorority or not? Besides, we don't really have to ball him. We just gotta get his pants down. And then, Kevin, you told us about the background of that scene then, the opening scene with the boobs and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That. So the first scene in the movie, the movie literally opens with this nerd. He's driving in his car. These two girls driving and making up their own lane, I assume. They're, They're in, the in the middle of the, middle of the, of the road. road. <laughs> 
They pull up next to him and they hear him singing and they tell him he has a lovely singing voice and then they show him their tits. But he was singing a really dope ass classic 80s hit. <laughs> it lasted minutes too yes. though. If they stop, their car. What, there's what, no other what cars song was coming. he singing? Block the traffic. For- He's like, they'll be coming around the mountain when <laughs> she comes. She'll be coming around the mountains when she but comes. Apparently we learn it's some sort of thing that they have to do to get into the sorority. They have to take a picture of his dick essentially. It's like sorority bingo. Yes, kind of. So what we found out about production was that this scene was shot without any filming permits in less than an hour. <laughs> so literally while in a convertible on like a busy street, cause there's a ton of cars. There's just like some topless girls and a dude with his pants off. Yeah. And standing up in a convertible yeah. with his pants down. Yeah. <laughs> For so we a long like period to have of time. Lived in that apartment or like, Hey, I went to get my car that's parked on the street. What's going on over here? Tons yeah. of cars on the street. Yeah. This was not a vacant. No, no, it was an active road. It was not a studio lot. Right. At all. It's not Warner Brothers. Shane, what do you got? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, it's not so much memorable as I want to forget everything about this movie. But I liked when, they were, for no reason, they're walking into the arcade and there's a monk. <laughs> Father, Father, this thing is possessing me. <laughs> Father, Father, I am losing control. <laughs> Yeah, a guy in a monk outfit playing. Up. He's like, "Father, I, I, I who's, I'm, I'm sitting. I'm sitting. I can't stop sitting." And then there was a guy that kind of looked like Curly <laughs> from yeah. the Three Stooges, uh, okay. kind of. That yeah. was kind of had a buzz cut in a sweatshirt and then just he, then start acting that. like Curly. And he kind of tries to half-ass motorboat that girl next to him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. He's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone and we all have gone to our fair share of arcades. I never once have been that fucking excited no. to play a f- pull position, you know, right. at all. Where I said I'm so, sinning or I'm acting like these early. these 80s movies. <laughs> though, <laughs> this was a staple to just throw wacky shit in the background. Like I think about right off the bat, it's like rock and roll high school. Yes. Yeah, there's a giant rat in the crowd for no reason. Yeah. They never explain it. No, there's just, just like a human just, sized hey, rat in the Zane crowd. They're yeah. like, hey, for some reason, we have this monk costume. Yeah. You want to wear it? Hey, do you do any impressions? I can kind of do Curly from the... Th- yeah. Do it! It's like, yeah. oh... Do it! We're going to film it back to back. Hare, Hare yeah. Krishna's and One take! And- yes. Yeah. Whatever you do, one take. And then we're moving on. We're doing this in 13 fucking yeah. days. That was one take. Also, we need <laughs> to... definitely one take. We need to figure out this arcade... Wait, yeah, hold on. One more thing. Did Jefferson live at this arcade? Because why is there... I think he does. Like think he this does. giant bed where he's just yeah. rolling around the two topless yeah. titty girls. Having threesomes in a circular I, bed. I, I think that transitions a real, into what Jim was just about to say. Being yeah. a real pussy about it, too. How big is this arcade or how small is this arcade? Okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You know that new special video game you've been wanting to play? You show me the picture, and we'll go in there right now and play. Strip video. You got it. And you brought up the fact it has basically a full concession stand slash yes. bar. Right. And it also has the ability to drop down two massive screens to do a heads up battle. Right. If it was an old warehouse, there's really not enough depth. But, they but have- you see the outside of it and yeah. it's not like a massive. And here's the thing. His name's called Jefferson Bailey. You think you'd call it Bailey's Arcade? No, it's just called JB's. Yeah, JB. 
Video Arcade. That's Noah's what it's arcade. called. Gramps yeah, and JBs. <laughs> Fresh so clean. So what what uh, Jim Hi. says, transitions. Uh, are we going to talk about the Satan's Hollow battle between Dorfus and King Vid? Okay, here, let's get this show on the road. Now, the rules of the arena are very simple. Each man will play one complete game of Satan's Hollow, and at the end of the game, the man with the highest point total will be the winner. I'm gonna kill you. Go for it, Patchhead. Uh, Ahead of its time. It's got some sort of like video Armageddon set up. Yes. The screen literally like folds down, descends from the ceiling. They're yes. playing on what I can describe as like mirror balls that your grandma would have in her like They look like giant bowling yes. balls. Yeah, they're like bowling balls, balls on, on, a stick. on the old school <laughs> Joker's Wild. The With, Joker's Wild, if you remember it from the 70s, it was the, they would pull that giant. I, I brought this up. Do you remember when Trump bag. and the Saudis were touching that ball? Yeah. <laughs> That's the ball yes. that's it yes they probably just took it from this movie. and there's like buttons on the side of it so <laughs> but it's like it's like four feet tall yeah. this lever the but you can see funny. this at any dave and busters now yeah the whole no. reason that they're playing this game is because Saudis. jeff is having an after hours party and king vid like wants to stay he wants to come to the party and they're like no you can't come to the party and he's like all right beat us at this video game you can stay king vid well i think that's king vid's stipulation but they end up beating king vid which Dorfus isn't even playing. No, King he's Vid's not. like racking up points and Dorfus is eating a hot dog. He <laughs> yeah. dropped his candy bar and then finally he starts playing. He takes playing. way too long to try to get that candy he, bar he's too. Doing some he's doing cunnilingus so to the fat. buttons. He's yeah. licking the buttons. <laughs> yeah. And then he wins and then they're like, okay, King Vid, you can stay. So what was the point of even playing? It was but, pointless. Yeah. So I want to throw like this movie. the meeting they have, or I'm sorry, the court meeting they have at the fucking high school with the mayor in his cabinet. <laughs> yes. I don't know what you guys were thinking, but I got real Animal House vibes from that. And in conclusion, as for the video arcade being a threat to the community, I'll tell you that until my grandfather and I opened the arcade, these kids never felt that they belonged to a community at all. At the arcade, the kids belong. Jefferson comes across like Tim Matheson's yeah. character big time. I don't understand that trial. But more importantly, at the end, the slobs versus the snobs. Exactly. Yeah. Jeff's confession to why he can't play video games. Oh, yeah. Games, that's ludicrous. That is my, that's like my <laughs> biggest scene that we have to mention. <laughs> So ludicrous. Anyhow, about six months ago, I convinced my grandfather to turn the warehouse into the arcade. We had a fantastic grand opening. And after we were closed, my girlfriend and I, Sandy, well, we kind of hung around a while, you know. And, God, it was wonderful, Eugene. We were so in love. And it was the uh, first time for both of us. Everything was just perfect. Everything was wonderful. Until I looked into a video screen, and there was the reflection of her father. Eugene, it was awful. He started slapping her. What happened then? They moved out of town, and I haven't seen her since. And now, every time I look into one of those screens, I see the reflection of her father. I haven't played those games since. It's the trauma. So Jeff is a virgin. Somebody yeah. wrote a script. For yes. This. Jeff is a virgin and he is having a romantic evening with his girlfriend. There is 10,000 candles trying to burn down the arcade. Yeah. 
But in his bed inside the arcade, they're having this romantic evening. It's like a softcore sex scene with soft rock. And then all of a sudden, Jeff sees a reflection in one of the video game cabs of her dad. And her dad shows up and starts beating her. Yeah. While she's naked. Repeatedly. Yeah. He's just beating her while she's naked. And that's the reason Jeff can't play video games anymore. Because every time he looks in the cab, he sees her dad. It's so dumb. It's so stupid. So dumb. That chick's naked body was pretty good. Yeah, it was it was good. My whole thing is just Joe Don Baker just being upset that there's a video arcade. He's obsessed. And but there's no reason for him to be. No, he's like his daughter's there at a video arcade where people are playing video games and not causing any trouble, Dad but enjoying I- themselves. Dad and for I- some reason, no. this whole thing is like, you can't dance here. There's the Galleria, and there's like going to the movies and everything, or going to 7-Eleven after school for stuff, but like that's totally it. Jump Bailey's Video Arcade is the only place to go for good, clean fun. Good, clean fun? My God, Pedney and Pedney! Then they're gonna clean about that place and slam it here! Unadulterated slam it! Immortals! Like in Footloose, like yes. he was. This is the devil's work. Yeah, I love it. Dan- but he's not even like religious How or anything. He's just Eugene like he's like I want this video house. game place out of here because kids are doing what kids fucking do. Play video <laughs> let's, games. Let's analyze. There's no rationale behind it. Let's analyze Joe Don Baker's life. He has a wife that never opens her eyes. Doesn't know there's a kid in bed with her. Yes, he's oblivious to the world around him. He's here's in the, the bed with both of them. And here's the thing yeah. about Joe Don Baker that makes absolutely no sense. It's not like he's the mayor or some higher up. He's a small business owner. What the fuck is this arcade going to do to fuck your business? Seriously. And is he paying his nephews? Because no. they're, just, they're just like always hanging around like henchmen and doing henchmen shit that he yeah. didn't ask them to do. They're like taking it on themselves. Like, I think Uncle Donnie would like us if we did this shit. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, pool. Uh, there's not a pool in this one. There is a hot tub in a No, no there's a pool. There's a pool. Hey, she's out of And she just jumps into it. You guys are totally right. She, she jumps, jumps in like a three-year-old without and water there's wings. also a hot tub inside of a, a hot tub in a van. van. Yeah, Eugene Outs- was in the best scene. Parked so he, yeah. outside of the arcade. <laughs> Still not as good as the Warlock van in Rock and Roll High School. But let's get out of that pool and uh, have our pool check. I got a punch out of I got a bag. All right, for the pool check, we're going to talk about maybe three each arcade memories. So Uh, our memories of either being in an arcade, specific arcade cabs, just any real, I mean, it really open-ended anything we want to talk about. Right off the bat, as we have all clearly stated, we're from the Northeast Ohio, Youngstown region. So our mall growing up was the Eastwood Mall. Now, most of you that are local to this area will understand back in the 80s, there was the CD arcade at the front of the mall near the Antones elevator, which blew yes. my mind as a kid that there was yes. an elevator to go up to the top of the mall. Yes. I don't remember the name of this arcade. I remember it had like I a Starfield sign. It was Gattaca. Okay. That's what... Like the 96 movie? I think it really I think was, it was that. I think it was Gattaca in because my friend I graduated with, Chrissy, I believe her father owned it. Okay, wow. sweet. Yeah. 
Now, my mom would not let me go into Gattaca because she's like, bad things happen. My mom there. said that too, man. It was because super dark. Why? Really dark. You could not see anything except like the lights on the floor and the arcade machines. That was yep. it. I know. But I think he just didn't want to pay any it more had, electric like, two levels yeah. to it. But it was the cool. I used to sneak in. It was yeah. the coolest arcade. I remember when I snuck in there once seeing the punch out machine, yeah. the two TV monitor punch out machine. Because oh. at the time I had Mike Tyson's punch out at home. So I'm like, this doesn't look because I was five years old. Yeah. Most amazing thing ever but my mom's like you can't go in there bad things happen and then eventually they opened Funland Arcade yep. in that mall yeah in the late 80s early 90s was that by Sabaros yes it was by Sabaros in the Target wing before yep. Target yeah, before was Target was there yep. built but yeah I remember that CD arcade at the front yeah. of the East. we had mall. two we had two arcades in, in the mall so, on yeah. opposite ends something okay. I wanted to talk about in arcade memory is arcades were such a big thing that there were the arcade songs oh. Pac-Man Pac Fever because I got Pac-Man fever. Pac fever. It's driving me crazy. Driving me crazy. I got Pac-Man fever. Pac-Man fever. I'm going out of my mind. There's several songs called Space Invaders. Space Invaders. Space Invaders. There's one particular one we love. Space Pinball There's, wizard count? Yeah, yeah. pinball wizard. Yeah, I mean, basically, pinball. and yeah. uh, Dazban joysticks. I mean, there's just several people were writing songs about arcade cabs and releasing them as like radio songs. Yeah. Nobody does stuff like that anymore. They're top like, hits. Yeah. Like uh, that uh, Halo opening theme didn't yeah, exactly. number one like, thing. <laughs> you know, people aren't writing like a uh, radio hit about TikTok, you yeah. know? <laughs> Yet. It's just, it, it was weird that there were just like Pac Man Fever is probably the most like iconic. Locked and Garcia. Yeah. Yep. Remember where you just said like bad things happened? Oh, in yeah. Gattaca. This actually happened. I probably was, I know me and my friend Dan were at the mall. It was getting late. It was probably around nine. Right near closing time then. Right near closing time. So we're in there and uh, we're playing video games and there's like. And this is when you could smoke in the mall too, everybody. Yeah. That made it even seemer. That's where moms didn't want us in that arcade. We were, yes. We were playing and uh, the, a couple of kids came over and they're like talking to us while we're playing. We're like, yeah, whatever, man. You know, we're playing games. And they were playing next to us and stuff like that. And they're like, hey, uh, do you guys need a ride home or anything? Oh, And they're really? kind of like our age, yeah. you know, so we didn't think anything up. We're yeah. like, no, like we're going to, yeah, our moms, we didn't call her. You know, we had to go to, to oh, <laughs> we'd yeah. have cell phone. You got to go phone. to the, the payphone pay carousel. Phone, yeah. Yeah. Was, was, you had to walk down to that Into the pit. area. Yeah. Yeah. So like, no, we're just going to call. And they're like, you sure? Because, you know, you know, a group of us are going to go do this, you know, hang out and stuff. Like we just met these, these, yeah. there's like three of them. And we're like, no, we're going to. And then they start saying, hey, you know, we're closing up and everything. So we go out. Now, so we exit. There's like an older guy who knows these kids, like probably in his, like his late 20s or something. And he's like, hey, you guys want to come back with for the party? Like we're throwing a party. And go, we're like, we're like, no, man. We're like, my mom's coming. Like she's going to meet us on the opposite yeah. end. So me and Dan just fucking like took off. But I think we almost got abducted it. Wow. And, and probably would have like molested in yeah. some sort of sex Jesus ring. Christ, this was God. like the 80s, but it was like, it's still still sticks with me. Oh, like, yeah. That was the weirdest fucking interaction. Like he sent these other like teens in to kind of like gain our confidence yeah. and like bring I listen us to back enough out. true crime podcasts. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly like the, the method that like they the take. MO yeah. of like every single one of them. Yep. And like, or enough to like, yeah, because this is what weird. do you want to party with? Or you missed out on a really cool party. Some girls like, or you missed out on a cool Scientology induction party. Could have been. Might have been awesome. Age, why do you want to party with anybody that age? Yeah, right. Kalenich, you got a... I got a bunch of them. Good old Nemi. <laughs> got yep. a 
Bunch got of me them. mad. But yes, Mortal Kombat when it first yeah. came. Oh, yes. Get on that game. And this was not at the CD one. It was at the second. Funland Arcade. This was at Funland by where Target used to be. Yep. Trying to get on Mortal Kombat was yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Just the lines and the same with Simpsons game. Yes. Yep. When that came out. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But those three. Those are always like uh, the four-player games. Yep. Like oh, yeah. They had the big X-Men. Round, X-Men was six players. X-Men was six players. Turtles. This Simpsons. Place. Yeah. Kahunaville. Yes, of course. Oh. Pocket Change Park. Yeah, it was Pocket Change Park. First, first. it was yes. Pocket Change change man and that was cool then Coonaville. Coonaville was like know, our dave and busters yeah. oh yeah but it had a, with a tropical feel. tropical theme and yes. on tuesday nights man because i was 16 right they had karaoke night wow <laughs> yes, and uh i got you know you're a young kid and you shouldn't be drinking but i yeah, get those my ties <laughs> yeah and i was young and i'll never forget because one of my buddy's brother they were seniors so we thought we were cool so i did like probably two shots ice 101 i'm drunk. nice oh and they yeah. put me up to it they're like hey go sing a song what you, you sing know? Yeah, do you remember what you sang? Yeah, Uh-oh. Ants Marching by Dave Matt. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. Within 30 seconds, uh, what's his face that does those things? Yeah. Fast Eddie. Yeah, uh, oh, whoever. God, yeah. Oh, Simply Ed or Simply, Simply, Ed. Ed. Simply Ed. He took me off stage by my arm. Because you probably touched his microphone. No, I was trying to sing like Were you Dave trying Matthews. to? Oh, okay. I was going to ask, were you and trying to do it? Basically, a, like, hey, wakes up in the morning. <laughs> yes. Like yes, I was. You were and, doing the, the high bass. And my buddies <laughs> knew because they're like, oh, dude, you sound good. You didn't go up there. You're killing it, man. And I remember. I'm like, why do they say it? I don't know. In my opinion, the best Dave Matthews is still not good. Listen, here's the thing about Simply Ed, and you, you listeners need to understand. Simply Ed never dressed professionally. He would always wear like a fucking Ohio State yeah. football jersey to a wedding when he was DJing. Yeah. <laughs> but his thing was, if you do karaoke, you do not touch the microphone. Try being a person that's had one beer. Maybe and try that's to, what I did. Man. I saw him kick people out for touching his microphone because he's like, don't touch my microphone. That's probably why. How? It's on. karaoke, fuckface. Yeah, it's a performance. Be, yeah. Yeah. I might have touched it. I, I just remember him grabbing me by my arm and I was only 120 pounds. So yeah. I was a little kid, and he just shook. My neck was flying around, <laughs> you know, like a bobblehead. And uh, that was that. You know, part of like Kahunaville, and we'll get to this momentarily, is like uh, the transition of arcades. Arcades. Arcades weren't always standalone arcades. For example, Cortland Roller Rink. Oh, yeah. And I remember oh, always yeah. playing like the Play Choice Machine yeah. and trying to beat Mike Tyson. But for some reason, playing it for me, arcade wasn't my natural, like, I like playing on NES. Yeah. So playing on arcade, like I couldn't beat Don Flamenco. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like struggling. I'm pumping in quarters trying to beat Don Flamenco. And I couldn't because something about the, different. the response time to the joystick and the buttons, it's it wasn't different. the same as playing on any, to me, NES controllers were native. Oh yeah. And then arcade was secondary. Cause I'm, I was born in 83. So basically arcades were starting to die a little bit by the time I was born. I can remember going to Pete's Hut on Elm Road, still there. But remember, Care Bears are only make-believe. Thank you. The Care Bear sticker books only at Pizza Hut. Playing on cocktail cabinets, playing Galaga or Pac-Man at a Pizza Hut. The coolest thing as a kid, I'm able to eat my pizza and drink my Pepsi on the same table and that, that red, I put and that, red, and that red plastic cup. In that red small plastic cup. There was something about playing on a cocktail table at Pizza Hut that was so mid to late 80s. Yeah, it, was it was dark. Iconic. You were in your own little corner. You know Enzo's restaurant? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's still Very there. nice place, wouldn't you oh, yeah. say? 
high. It's an upscale. Pretty high class. Well, at one yeah. time that was uh, my uncle Enzo. Yeah. Well, then my uncle Dave on the other side of the family bought it off. And my uncle Dave loved Pac-Man so much. Yeah. He had a Miss Pac-Man in Enzo's lobby when you first walk <laughs> in. And that's yep. a nice place. But my uncle got the restaurant back. It just went, it just changed hands what I'm saying right. back and forth. Yeah. It's still Enzo's to this oh, day. Oh, yeah. Yes. My aunt and yeah. know, cousin. But that's how big video games were in the 80s to where you yeah. come in of a nice top of the line and restaurant. Yeah. It's, like, oh, yeah. it's like Vegas when you get off the plane and like there's yeah. slot machines yeah. like a 7-Eleven or in the like, like everywhere at as, Kmart. Or as everything. kids, a bunch of us would fucking go to Hills and then after your mom buys you a G.I. Joe or video game, you go into a snack bar. Hills had, a, Hills had Dragon's Lair. You had Dragon's Lair. You get your Hills department store orange drink. You get yeah. your fucking three-week-old hot dog that's on a rotissimat that looks like your, a shriveled dick. 33-cent bag of popcorn. I, I remember yes. playing Superman arcade at Hills, which might have been Ames at the time. Yeah. But I remember they had a Superman machine and like you just fly and fly and fly. But I remember, and they had X-Men also. I remember yeah. playing that. Hills was the greatest. My last one actually yeah. is kind of that same idea. So I've mentioned this on the pod before. Carmen's Pizza and Warren right on Elm Road. Oh, yeah. They had a spy hunter. And I oh, remember my mom yeah. was like the type of person that we lived in Niles. We drive to Warren, pick up a pizza. She wouldn't call in advance and order it. We would <laughs> go there. Up. She would order it and it would be like we'd have to wait 20 minutes. But I'd always have a couple quarters to pump into spy hunter so they're gonna always remember you try and drive up into the back of the trailer I, but their spy hunter cab didn't have the spy hunter logos on the side they were just like painted blue yeah it's it always a cool thing about like cabs at a place like that because they probably like change out the board purpose them, yeah. changed out the boards they weren't like the fancy what you'd see in an arcade with you know gore for satan's hollow on the side yeah. it was always just like oh here's a solid blue cabinet you got to pour, put a quarter in to find out what it is you know <laughs> now i remember because, Mike, you brought it up, but Funland Arcade. When Funland Arcade first opened, my mom was like, okay, I feel more confident you going into this arcade because it's bright, you know, it's more lit. I feel like not weird shit's happening. Because the Manson family wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to indoctrinate you into their group. I remember one time, I was probably 14 or 15 at this time, Virtual Fighter came out and they yeah. just got a Virtual Fighter cabinet and I started playing it and I was just fucking, and I'm horrible at fighting games now, but I was fucking dominating this machine to the point where people were putting down quarters. I'm fucking beating people left, right, and center. This machine was calling you daddy. It That's literally was. I made that machine my bitch and it was so incredible because I was like, guys, if there's girls in here, I'm fucking dominating. And they're like, I'm fucking King idiot right now i'm the king fucking idiot. i'm the king of this arcade i'm Funland jesus now maybe i'll get laid because i'm fucking jackie and virtual fighter but i'll never forget that was like one of the first and only times i was able to just randomly just keep beating people left and right they put their quarter down they think they're fucking billy mitchell and i'm just destroying them did i get laid no, but my mom <laughs> took me to Sabaro afterwards there for a slice. So see, this is where arcades missed the boat because like a Commodore 64 or Atari, if it even had like, if it aired one episode, oh yeah, then they just made a game for it by the next week. Arcades, it's not like they had a 227 arcade machine, you know? It's not like- <laughs> There's no place had, like home. <laughs> no, there's not like the Jefferson's arcade cab. But I remember, uh, you know, your story, Trumbull County Fair would always oh, bring yeah. a traveling arcade oh, yeah. where they'd 
set up this like basically a tent. It smelled like shit. Yeah, uh, sort of like brown. Shit. Brown was playing with a grand like But it basically it was like a a mobile arcade, and I can remember pumping a bunch of quarters in to like WWF, like whatever one they had. Yeah, yep, the metal ramp exactly. But they'd have like Royal Rumble. I'd use Warrior, whoever. I forgot about the Royal Rumble. That was a good one. Wrestle Oh my gosh, that was great. Yeah. You guys got any more? One of my favorites, not around here, but you guys, we discussed Geneva on the Lake. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. If you go, when I was a kid, and even to this day, they have several arcades up there. One of them closed down, but they still have. But I remember as a kid, you would just be next to the water You just go in there and you'd spend like the entire time you were on Geneva Lake in that place. And now they have one. There's that barcade, which is there next to the old pissy water slides, which are gone. Yeah. But then all the other arcades, like Adventure Zone and the other ones. There's one next to Madsen's Donuts. Yeah, they're more like, well, that's Imagination Land. Something like that. that. They have, they're all like swapped out for ticket-based type games. There's a lot of tickets. So it's like a pump up. $75 $75 in here to win like a little stuffed bunny. It's Kids, to I want to give you a word of advice. You're stowing these tickets and these tokens. You want to get the most high price thing. Uncle Jim decided to stow all of his tickets and tokens, almost over 4,000 tickets and tokens for Pocket Change yeah. Park. And guess who still has those tickets? Because Pocket Change Park went out of fucking business. My brother and I had like bricks of Pocket Change Park tickets yes. that we were saving to buy like a guitar or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> something and then it went out of business like overnight and it was like well fuck me then Jeez, yeah. that, that's hard to believe because every time i went in there it looked like when spirit halloween just yeah. goes into like an there old joey and fabrics there's like nothing on the walls there's like missing ceiling tiles there's wires yeah. hanging down if you they just had like a train that you could ride around and there's like no decoration at all. It literally looked like they just put the place up and like, hey, we're gonna take everything yeah. down the next fucking you know thing. It was very disappointing. I used to love Daytona USA. Because awesome. it was great. It was like eight players. Prominent pocket change park. Nobody would come in there. So you're playing by yourself all the fucking time. It's yeah. like, I prefer cruise in USA. Yeah, I do. Cruise in USA is great. great. Yeah. By the way, speaking of cruise in USA, that my new favorite place, which I recommend, you got to check it out. I've been going with my daughter. We go to the one in Erie, the one in Menor. They're in many other cities. Round one yep. arcade. Yes. And they have different things, but you were talking about the cards for pocket change part. I mean, yeah. the tickets. The tickets, yeah. Well, now, points go on like a yep. credit card. <laughs> Just cash them So in. my daughter right now, we got 10,000 wow. credits. You, know? <laughs> you better hope that place doesn't go out of yeah. business, I know, because if you get 2,000, you could get a really nice eraser. What, what's she trying to get? Uh, <laughs> stuff in. What's she trying to get? You get a really she nice army man with a parachute she, attached yeah. to the, the top of the line stuff is around 20 and oh, that's okay. what she wants to do you get a ps5 for seven hundred and fifty thousand yeah. tickets <laughs> million she's getting a nice villain the south of france guess what dad for a thousand i got cbd oil yeah so that place is interesting because if you go on youtube yeah. there are videos that give you tips on how to win because oh, they yeah. don't have like just the standard claw machines they have no. like six different iterations of the claw machines. and they're huge and those and tips work yes they Arcade do warrior i recommend to watch he's one yeah. of the biggest yep. fat. He's good. So that's pretty interesting. Anybody else? Arcade anything else to mention? No, we're good. All right. Let's get back in the pool with Patsy. Hey, Daddy, I came out of the house, had sex with me. I'm Daddy. 
So we, we teased it a little bit. This movie was released the year that the arcade boom actually kind of ended. Yeah, shit to bed. There was a slow decline that included different versions of reformatting of arcades, such as like Pocket Change Park. There wasn't like your standard coin-op arcades anymore. So basically, 83 was like the year it hit the wall and then just slowly faded. I mean, after that, it was like you might be able to play a coin-op at like a laundromat. Maybe. But, but mostly, you know, they- a golden they kinda, point chicken. Yeah. Kind of something they pointed out, and I remember too- in this movie, too, they operated their games on tokens. All right, all right, everybody, all the tokens are on the house. Eugene, get them all free tokens! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Which a lot of is, people might not remember the token system where you just put money into a, yeah, a change machine at, and their tokens. At the end of the movie, out. when the mayor mm-hmm. comes and he's like, You gotta, I need tokens. Give me tokens. tokens. It is yeah. smart marketing, even though as dumb as it is, you're like, Oh, I'm not putting quarters in here, but you just paid $50 in actual money to <laughs> get all these tokens. tokens. Yeah. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we want to take a crack at what we think happened to Jeff, Dorfus, and Eugene when their arcade? closed dead <laughs> wow eugene probably is like uh trading crypto or something first first off, off first off let's talk crash. about eugene's are we talking like present day that's what sure where am i going I'm eugene like there's no way there's no way in hell eugene is still alive because no. within the process of a year he went from class president at the time a class president is going to be preppy as shit in a year's time he looks like he put on you mean dorfus dorfus yeah i'm sorry yeah he put on 200 pounds, hasn't showered throughout the process of the movie. He oh. looks like he smells like piss. Yeah. And you he can is going to die. You definitely smell him through the television. He is yeah. going to die of diabetes. There's Heart no way he's alive today. No, yeah. it's tri- Heart attacks are definitely Eugene ended up becoming editor-in-chief of Penthouse Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Jefferson. National Lampoon. Jefferson now has one roller rink with three arcade games in Lincoln, Nebraska. There you go. Holding on to dear life. Or he's in prison. For like, <laughs> Maybe. You yeah. know, uh, letting minors drink in an establishment. He has a Pac-Man yeah. machine in the cafeteria at Supermax. <laughs> I'm going to say that they started another short-lived business venture. A computer repair place. Oh. Do you remember how for maybe like a five-year window, there was a computer repair place on every corner in America? Everywhere. They just bought whatever convenience store, house, whatever was available. Don't go to Radio Shack. Come here. Yes, come to Dorfus's Computer Repair. You needed upgrades all the time. Yeah those places like it's everything now nothing has any like sustainability so computer repair went from being like at first people thought they were ahead of the curve everybody's buying computers we're gonna need people who could fix them to like it just surpassed oh yeah and you still see some like i was just in alliance canton area i drove by a couple where the signs are still up that are like jojo's computer repair it's like that place has been abandoned for 20 years exactly they have a pasta mania apron on the end of it (laughs) all right well Someone, I don't think he hung around too many arcades. Mr. David McCall. Hey, guys. Why the fuck am I in here? There's nerds and shit. Oh, hey, what's up, baby? You got a nice big Pac-Man bush there. Yummy. It all could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. I'm sure we have a lot of logic for this. Dude, I have so much. This might be a record. (laughs) 
Yeah. You want me to kick yeah, it off? Yeah, go ahead and kick us off. I'll kick it off. How much did the arena showdown cost? Like, how much was divvied out for the drop down of these massive screens, the giant joysticks? How in God's name could this place called Video Arcade afford this? Seriously. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at like the economics of a of an arcade, yeah. I mean, it was quarters at a time. Tokens, tokens Kevin. But still, but how how much money? Even if you had a packed arcade with people pumping in quarters every five or ten minutes. How much money could you possibly be he making? He also sold concessions. There you go. Kevin. I'm sorry. He did. They made so much money off those concessions. <laughs> Hot dogs yeah. and soft pretzel. All right. What else you guys? You got any logic? You got to have logic. The whole thing is a goddamn mind <laughs> fuck. <laughs> First of all, like that, whatever that was, that that uh, giant van with with a hot tub. Thank goodness you're here. Something really strange is happening in the parking lot. There's this van and it's shaking and rocking. Eugene, I'm going to put you in charge of finding out what is happening in the parking lot with the van. Me in charge? Yeah. It's only my second day and I already have a project. Thanks. Remember, who's ever out there may not want to be interrupted. Don't worry, Dorfus. You can count on me. Yeah. You're in there drinking champagne, trying to fuck this chick. No Her roof. titties are out. You pull into the arcade parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the day with the fucking sunroof up. There's no other place you could go and, and take this chick. And this nerd falls through the <laughs> yeah. fucking sunroof. They sun don't even roof, care. They don't care like, at all. Hey, he's, right. he's scorpion spikes himself into a hot tub. Yes. And they're just acting like that shit didn't even happen. That's right. Join in. All right. <laughs> So that's the second time somebody fell through a sunroof while people are together. Remember Bachelor Party? Yeah. That's oh, right. That's, that's right. That's, that's the second right. time we've been through this. Shit! Shit! <laughs> so, <laughs> beginning of the movie, the girls are they're like convincing Eugene that they're just going to fuck him right there in the convertible. Yeah. And he's like going along with it. He takes his pants off. <laughs> Boy, where that came from, baby. <laughs> oh, I can't wait any longer. You've got to show me your manhood. Oh. Ladies, prepare yourself. I would like you to meet Simba. But how does no one else see this or care? Yeah. It's like they're just sitting there in the middle of the convertible and he's no one's standing up. Yeah. With his in his underwear and he's just like, yeah, let's fuck right in the middle of the day, in well, the middle of the road. Like I told you guys, they didn't close off that street. What if there was another car coming down that street <laughs> and you see that happen? What the fuck well, do you think? A cop does pull down the street, but he doesn't even notice. No, Eugene's but he's standing there. But that's a movie yeah, sheriff. Yeah. I'm saying if a real person oh, yeah. was coming down the street, you just see four sets of boots. Boobs, they don't ask what's going up. on. Like, yeah. hey, what's we're filming joystick underwear? Yeah, Clannett, you got uh, something that sticks out to you, bro? I just can't get that scene burnt out of my mind where Eugene sneaks into the guy's house. Yeah. Oh, Eugene, this is your chance to pop your cord. Oh God, Dorfus, don't even joke. Dorfus, she won't let go. It's nature telling you it's time for you to get laid. No, no, not like this, Dorfus. Come on, help me, please. Help. help you? Come on, quit fighting it, Eugene. This is bigger than one of us. Okay, <laughs> that is the biggest logic point. How the fuck does Buford Pusser, <laughs> a.k.a. Joe Don Baker, not realize, A, there's a guy hiding in his closet. B, another guy is in bed with him and his wife. C, why does his wife never open her eyes? And D, 
She's attracted to the smell of farts. She yeah. She dry humps Eugene for a good ten minutes. Like yeah. she's fucking fourteen and years she old. Never, she thinks it's her husband. It's obviously not. No. The daughter Patsy, the Valley Girl, comes out, sees Eugene. Yeah. It's like not like what Doesn't the fuck are you doing in my yeah. house? Yeah. And she's like, oh, Eugene and mom. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes back into her room, like, hey, this guy I know from the arcades fucking my mom. But all right, let's uh, just but my go dad's back. in bed too. Eugene's <laughs> right. uh, fucking my mom morning. and my. Dad, Jeff's remember that was two in the morning. Yeah, and he comes down and he was dressed and his hair was yeah. like perfectly done. Just a suit on in the morning suit yeah. on, yeah. and he just continues to have this conversation with yeah. Dorfus about nothing. Yeah, like why don't you just slam? Like, like get the fuck out of. He's having a and listening to him for twenty minutes. Yeah. Who basically declares he's straight edge. He doesn't drink. He doesn't take. It sounded like he said my doll three drugs. <laughs> I think he said my doll. It's like why the fuck would you take my doll? <laughs> Jeff's the coolest guy in town. Why? why? Why did he hire Eugene to work there? I have no fucking idea. To make him look fucking cool? That's a good oh, point, actually, though. That's a good you, point. Yeah, you got did the big fat slob friend. Jeff you got this little cool dork. Guy, you look like the coolest that's fucking true. guy in the fucking world. I yeah. mean, he's 19 years old and he owns an arcade. Yeah, so. right. 19 looks 35. He's getting so much puss. Here's another big one. How did Joe Don Baker's nephews, his henchmen, able to fit in every single arcade game into a mid-sized U-Haul. Yeah. Meanwhile, they load everything up, only put a dollar's worth of gas to get siphoned out by Jefferson and his buddies. Meanwhile, Jefferson and them, fuck on them, they literally have to unload <laughs> yeah. everything out and plug everything back in. It's like four hours on yeah. both ends. Of- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but it's hilarious, right? It's all worth it. Ridiculous. We showed them. Jefferson really wants to see that picture of Eugene- Eugene's dick. Oh, he asks yeah. about it a couple times. Maybe that's why I hired Eugene. I think so. <laughs> Maybe he hired those girls to get a picture of Eugene's dick. Yeah. Maybe this is like just all like a... a it's a sorority racket. Yeah. It's like the long con. Yeah. <laughs> it's so- cock. We, we talked a lot about arcades. In 1983, were arcades the place to be? Because this seems to be like every kid. This is obviously town. West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Like it's much cooler that. than every. The mall was the place to be. The yeah. arcade was something to do whilst at the mall. Because is- we never had around here a separate arcade no. building. Huh? No. It was always a part of something else. We did have McMenemies, which was a teen hey, dance yeah. club, which I is now a mega dances. church. Yeah. But- <laughs> and we would huff the. Uh, uh, smoke machine. Yeah. <laughs> Every time the smoke machine would go, all the kids would go and dive for the, and huff the smoke. Well, I told all you guys about my story with McManamies. In 2013, I DJed there. The guy who used to run the place hired me to DJ there five nights a week. I loved it. I remember showing up once and it was yeah. just you and a dude with yeah. one the leg bartender. and the bartender. The one-legged guy? Yeah. He <laughs> paid me $100 and I lived right around the corner at the time. Paid me $100 a night. As soon as him and his wife would leave, the bartender was like, hey, you can turn that off. Just sit at the bar for four hours. I'll give you free <laughs> drinks. So I got $100 an hour to play two songs and sit there and watch Deadliest Catch with a bartender. Oh, Meanwhile, great. there's fruit flies fucking everywhere. The dance floor was buckled. Oh, and if more, yeah. I remember people would show up at the door. He's like, I'm not opening up fucking stupid. Well, unfortunately, Sly and the Family Stone could not save McManamy's. Or Earth, Wind, and Fire. Or Earth, Wind, and Fire. But Jefferson or the Huck and Phillbillies. Yes. Yeah. Is Jeff just temporarily running the arcade for his grandpa? It's what it seems like. Because the bet he makes with Rudder says he'll sh- he he says he'll shut the arcade down. I challenge you to a game. My man against any man you choose. If you win, I'll close the arcade down. But if I win, you leave the arcade the hell alone. You know, my man is Highness King Vidiot. Yeah, and my man is Jonathan McDorfus. 
Okay. This time, we play my game. Super pack. <laughs> Piece of cake. <laughs> Does he have the authority to shut the arcade down? <laughs> nope. Is Grandpa going to be pissed if he's like, Grandpa, I lost. First and off, we had to close. Grandpa is in a wheelchair, so he's physically not able to do much at all. I just think Grandpa is very fucking smart to have the foresight to go, these arcades are going to Grandpa left money. for months and yeah. months on end to find Jeff's first girlfriend. Yeah. That's the only reason he left. How yeah. great is that? And he found her. Yes. Yeah, he found her. He wanted the sabbatical, this journey now, th throughout all. Let's of, that, who, who knows how? How far he went with his nurse That's a spin in the Halloween costume. Grandpa P.I. Did Grandpa have sex with her? Yes. She serviced him, at least. Mm, That's how I felt Probably. Like. He's I got paying that her. vibe. Like, Definitely what paying there? Hand jobs. Something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he probably couldn't get his dick up. So, it's probably like the Anna Nicole no, Smith kind of situation. An he was grabbing all, butt. Also, yeah. but all guys do that. King Vid's yeah. playing against his Something own interest. <laughs> Which we yeah. said, why wouldn't he just lose on purpose? So if he wins, he gets his own arcade machine for his house. If it wasn't for video arcade building, he would not even be known as King Vidiate. We don't even know his real fucking name. He's probably oh. Stuart. Well, we yeah, and we got Is he sleeping with the girls? That's what. Why isn't he just at home banging those yeah. four fucking chicks no. that follow he has, him around? He has him girls around. that follow him around. Like, they, why? They, 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 they make Come fucking Pac-Man noises yeah. for fuck's sake. They're, They're inky, so blinky, awesome. dot and yeah. inky. I don't know what their fucking That's from. Are. That's because they huff the fucking smoke Dude, the fog machine McMenemies <laughs> burnt their fucking brain cells out they didn't want him problem. in the arcade it's one guy four chicks yes let yes. him in bring yes. more people you know like what you that is yes. you know you know what that is uh, alluding to what Pac-Man yeah, yeah. yeah. The ghost. that's actually there you go he's the Pac-Man yeah it's very artistic he's a super Pac-Man yeah. cue the Pac-Man transition deep deep deep, deep. how about wobble, when wobble, Joe wobble. Don Baker bought King Vidiot and those dumb bitches, those tiny little motorcycles. Yes. Have to come and wreak havoc. We want a pair of wheels. First off, he at the arcade. tells King Vidiot, if you help me close this down, I'll give you one arcade cabinet. His in favorite arcade cabinet. But here's though. the thing. They are trying so hard near the end of the movie. They're like, well, Joe Don Baker is the bad guy, but we need to have a foil. King Vidiot, his character, at no time do I ever feel he is the bad guy. No, because no. I feel like he's no. a guy who can be himself in this arcade. Yeah. He's just another underdog. He is. Loser. What, okay, what do we think King Vidiot's doing after this movie? I have no arcade closes. Life, yeah. What happens? I have an to idea. Him? He ends up going to a college and finds, living in the underground. He finds heroin. I think he goes and uh, lives with his, in his trailer outside uh, with his nephew Napoleon. He becomes a Branch Davidian. <laughs> I think he throw this uh, football over the mountains. Becomes <laughs> becomes homeless. Oh, he comes all right. He becomes homeless and finds. George Costanza's toupee laying in the street. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he does marry a rich woman and he gets to go to the White Lotus Resort. So this movie definitely sets you up to think that Jeff and Patsy are going to end up together, right? That's what it seems. Doesn't of. it seem like Patsy has a thing for Jeff and Jeff's going to be with Patsy? Jeff, I cause. But then with maybe 20 minutes left, we get the backstory about him and Sandy. Yeah. Oh, Sandy. Uh, then Sandy. he ends up with Sandy and at the last we, we see Patsy looking sad. Yes. And it's like a weird swirl. Yeah, yeah. But why not? Like, they kind of fuck over the character of Patsy. They why not do. have Patsy end up with Dorfus or something? I was thinking Ugh, Yeah. You know, like, Give I love Eugene, at least. Dorfus, I love the way you eat a hot dog. You this know? girl was loyal to him the yes, whole time. Exactly. You know, her dad's an asshole. She went against her dad yeah. constantly. Now she's just thrown under the bus. Yes. Yeah. Like, thanks, I, th I literally thought Jeff was going to be like, Sandy, I'm very you. happy to see you. you. Ride or die. 
I'm very yeah. happy to see you, yeah. but after all this time, I have feeling for Patsy. Patsy's not gave gonna her any, no any trouble getting yeah. any cock. I if I think. can give you guys no. a modern day parlance, is as if when Vin Diesel fell in love <laughs> with the Brazilian cop in yes. Fast Five, but he always in love with Letty. Yeah. Letty is Patsy. There you go. And uh Stacy is the Brazilian cop. You see the new poster for Fast X? Oh yeah. Or as I like to call it, X Fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the start of the final journey. Extra fast, extra fast, <laughs> extra fast. Yeah, that's all the logic. I, I mean, anybody else have any logic? Do you have any stuff? There's, there's, I love the nurse at the end logic. explaining all these medical ailments like Pac-Man arthritis and the fact that you can gather a callus. <laughs> a large semicircle of callus is here along the ridge between the thumb and the forefinger. One should also look for Pac-Man arthritis or the Blinky syndrome, which manifests itself in the lower forearm and wrist the playing hand, the hand that holds the uh, joystick. <laughs> Is there anything else you have observed? Germs. Germs, Nurse Tubbett? Kids play with their joysticks day in and day out, jerking back and forth, sweating on them, and they don't even clean them off when they're through. But if you remember King of Kong, remember Mark Apiger would put yeah. on the fucking bicycle gloves to play Crystal yeah. Castles? I always remember. We didn't actually mention the, the real final scene. Aren't you guys going to come in with me? No, it's best if you experience it yourself. It'll have more meaning for you that way, Eugene. <laughs> Get him! Psych up. Ride him, cowboy! Hi! Hello there, big boy. Mrs. Rudder. Um, I'm Eugene Groby. <clears throat> and um, I'd like you to meet Simba. Which is <laughs> they push Eugene into a hotel room yeah. with Rudder's wife. All dressed up in leather S&M yeah. shit with a whip. Yeah, because oh, they keep telling Eugene throughout God, the movie he just I needs to get laid. Then, but yes. <laughs> See, this is what I think happened to those three. He's they, like, they all go in there to like fucking just run a train on Mrs. Rudder, and like uh, Rudder, Rudder and the nephews are like hiding in there, and there was like a, like a whole thing they set up, and they just fucking murdered. They just shoot the go. shit out of them, yeah. like the Wonderland murders. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> that's, Christ! That's, there's just blood, well, and, yeah, and cum everywhere. So, <laughs> jelly donuts. <laughs> Jeff has. Sandy and uh, Eugene ends up with Mrs. Rudder, I assume, and they get divorced. But it, it just makes sense that Dorfus would have ended up with Patsy, maybe. Because imagine how badly Mr. Rudder would have hated his, seeing his daughter with Dorfus. Okay, I think Dorfus fucks Mrs. Rudder for sure. Oh yeah, oh. when he's kidnapped and yeah. he yeah. farts to signal her, and she, she loves, loves it. it. She's just laying on top of his big body. She liked that big Dorfus bear. To fucking smell horrendously. Oh. All he does is fart the entire. He, he doesn't he just shower. Eats beef and cheeses and farts. He looks like stinky fat games. Magnum PI. Who's grubbier, him or Booger? Oh, oh him by a mile. Booger, I guarantee, he smells not even near that so bad. So Booger, I will say, at least has some sort of charm. He does. Yeah. yeah. In a, in a, some Booger sort wasn't of way. a nerd. He was just a loner. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. Like he was Booger. like the coolest yeah. fucking yeah. dude. He just didn't have any fucking friends on right. that campus. Booger, and the first bunch of dudes, he's like, oh, okay, I'll hang but out with these had, fucking guys. Oh, yeah. Tacked, but like McDorfus is just kind of like, it's just a yeah. greasy piece of shit. Did see. you see how long it took him to pick up that fucking candy bar? Yeah. I didn't think he was ever going to get back up. All he is. <laughs> we needed to see for context what Dorf, Dorfman, 
Well, I'm saying Dorfman. Ken Dorf. Dorf. Waiting Dorf. for Dorfman. And the Dorf Dorfman from Fletch. Who Joe Don Baker also starred in. So Joe Don Baker was in two movies with Dorf in it. We needed to find <laughs> what fucking Dorfus looked like yeah. senior year of high school to see how far he degenerated right. into this fucking In a thing. year. In a year. Or nine months or whatever yeah. it is. All right. What's the legacy of this movie? Tubi. No, it's nothing. Done. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> it's done. There's nothing. There's so Redeemable. many. So there are so many of these types of movies, but really you just got to find the one that's for you. Is yeah. it Porky's? Is it Breaking 2? Is it, you know, like find the teen sex comedy that you like and hang your hat on that I one. I think the problem is like we watch these when we're super young like 8, 9, yeah. 10 and we're like this is the fucking funniest thing ever. Oh yeah. And then you grow up and you watch it again and you're like oh my god. This wasn't yeah. worth the boobs. This, this wasn't horrible. You look back on in full disclosure you need to look back on and go man I jerked off to this. I don't know what man. Fuck. <laughs> Bikini Car Wash is now my <laughs> favorite <Dorfus>. movie still. <laughs> I love Bikini Car Wash. So. Like 80s like the movie Hard Bodies was like yeah. another one and hard bodies too ski school, ski school. i mean all of these like ski anything, patrol. anything with stewardesses or skiing yeah anything with skiing was always yeah. you know you're, you're gonna, gonna see, see some titties and yeah. hot tub i think it was what was it, hot dog the movie yeah. oh yeah you're always gonna have a good antagonist right. some rich guy you know, always. i was kind of upset there was no russian bad guy in fucking uh, Wait, if drago uh, was in this video arcade i must break i you, think baby. all right would have this movie been better if rather than joe don baker's character being like the the villain if it were just like a soviet a rich <laughs> a rich kid that would i would uh, you know what I mean? yeah. like who like a francis bucks he's kind of jealous of yes. like everyone's hanging out in the arcade yeah, but he's got right. like this cool mansion yes. with yes. all kinds of shit but you can i can but see the shots of him pulling up his his red sports car to the curb right and like slamming the door and going in the arcade and you know who that character is played by william zabka. i was gonna say it's zabka <laughs> yeah yeah they couldn't so. afford zabka they could have done you this know, is pre-karate kid they could have you beat me That's at video true. games and then i'll beat you at skiing yeah <laughs> so. fuck you california skiing adventure brah all right <laughs> stick around for some plugs come on in it's almost another world here in the video arcades of America. A billion games are played every month, a quarter each for escape, which can last a long time if you're skilled. Pitch yourself against the computer. Millions, mostly teenagers, have. Pool sceners, once again, thank you for listening to this episode of the show. And don't forget, as always, like, comment, subscribe, rate and follow Apple, Spotify, and Podbean. If you leave us a five-star review and we read it on the air, we'll send you out a bit of a prize. Also, don't forget, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. If you guys are unsure how to get there, we have a one-stop shop now, and it's called Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash pool scene podcast if you guys would like to contribute to the show in any way help for future content maybe even put it towards a cup of coffee for us there is a link at the top of the link tree that will send you to basically a tip jar we love you guys and thank you once again and now back to kevin all right pump some quarters in so we can hear that final lap guy yeah the final lap All right, so there was this guy who he bought a copy of Evil Dead on VHS from Facebook Marketplace. Oh, I remember you told me he, about he this. He bought a lot of VHS tapes, and when he opened the Evil Dead VHS, he found a handwritten letter, which I am now going to read. Good morning, baby. I knew you'd probably read this before a text message. 
I hope you enjoy your morning poop. I hope it's not too stinky. Ha ha. I love you. I would love nothing more to wake up to you putting your dick into my throat. A nice with five eyes. A nice facial before work sounds lovely. Consider it? Question mark. I'll be patiently waiting on your decision in the bedroom. XOXO, Erica. P.S. Let me serve you a 4.45 a.m. Sir special. Sir special? The end. I don't know what any of that <laughs> How is sir spelled? It, well, hell? all right. Syrup? I think it's sir. Look, it's here. What are we getting from that? You think that's sir special? Could it be like an abbreviation for like? Oh, maybe, like maybe. Sir, special, yeah. Is it S I R? Yeah, it looks like it's S I R. To sir with love. Yeah, that's to sir up. with love. Sir, that's like you know. Yeah, it's a sir, it's special, sir. sexual intercourse. Maybe that's what he calls her. Sir, special. Sir, special. Did he marry that girl? I would. Oh, hope. if he fucking didn't. He did he ever find the note? No, I don't think he did <laughs> because he would have taken it out. Right. He never saw the note, so she's still uh, in that bedroom somewhere waiting on that uh, facial. Man. I think I we need to as a podcast uh, track down these two and bring them together live i have a lot air. of questions what? no just track her down <laughs> fuck him <laughs> i got a cock full of cum <laughs> wow I, I, how evil dead <laughs> get really old bruce campbell ne- necrocomicon I, I have a lot of questions though like specifically she said i knew you'd probably read this before a text message so this guy got up to take his morning shit and rather than check his phone he opened a copy of Evil Dead. That's what I didn't get. What do you do? Watch Evil Dead every day? Maybe he has. Like, maybe right. he has a uh, a VHS player and a little CRT TV in, in the his toilet. bathroom. He took it out of his mom's yeah. Astro van. Maybe he had us a podcast too, and he just uh, talks about the Evil Dead every fucking. You week. know what happened? I think I know. Okay, let's... that note was not placed in that. Okay, uh, he got that note. And he, he got the it. DJ, and then he's like. I'm saving this, man. Yeah. This is a keepsake. I'm yeah. going to put this in my favorite yeah, movie ever, she, Evil Dead. There you go. I uh, think you're right. Because she doesn't specifically say, I knew you'd probably read this note I placed in Evil Dead. But wait, where did where was this found? Where was this movie found? Inside of a copy of Evil Dead that a guy bought from a VHS lot on Facebook Marketplace. Yes. Oh, maybe they broke up and then she sold all his shit. This copy of Evil Dead's too, so too painful a memory. Scenarios, oh, but I'd run a black Blacklight over that that copy of Evil Dead. For it's no going from I space. It. I, she seems like a cool chick. I'm just gonna say. Oh, I'm just gonna weird. throw this out of here. Whenever you write love notes to your uh, significant other, please include your An address first and last name, <laughs> your MySpace, um, your profile. socials, and a phone number. I could probably do a whole episode on this note because also the first thing she says, like, I knew you'd read this before a text message. I hope your morning poop's not too stinky. Come give me a facial. Yeah, she, directly after taking a shit. Don't wipe. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty, she's pretty dirty. Yeah. She's pretty Give dirty. Facial. That's disgusting. <sighs> I bet you this was, it all ties in. This was written to Dorfus. <laughs> From Patsy. I feel like we could do a swimming yes. series on this fucking note. We could make a movie good. on this. Yeah. yeah. This should yep. be a movie just on this note. My Secret Admirer. Oh, yeah. So good. Reboot. I still want to know what my secret admirer. Sir means. Like, wh- sir, it looks like it says Sir Special, but maybe sir. it says like SR Special. I, I don't know. They it's do that at the Brown Derby or anything? Shit in. 
Rectum. Rectum. Shit in rear. Shit in rear. Reshit. Suck. It's a reshit. Suck it, Alaska <laughs> pipeline. He's a freak. He probably Suck it reasonably. With his penis, like boom, boom to both shoulders, you know, and then. Oh yeah, she's. I think we. Oh, she's in. She's in. AT, so she's an ATM. Here's sure. another question: What year do you think that was written? Because oh, text recently. messaging really didn't get super popular till about twenty two thousand. Oh, you're true. Two thousand three. Because text messaging back then was very difficult. You had to hit fucking five. Six that, times yeah, it's, hard to, it's hard to tell is because curse of her print evil dead is is well, timeless so. yeah, yeah. well I, I think Kalanich is right as I, far as the I've never seen the movie the th- you've never seen evil dead never seen Come any on. Okay. what Kalanich is right that she taped this to the bathroom door or something like he closed the door and it was on the back yeah she did not put it in evil dead no she didn't put it he put it in evil dead too because it's folded so yeah. at some point he either folded it or she folded it and he well, wanted to keep to, it because it's an epic it. letter but like okay we're were facials in vogue for girls in 2003 i feel like i mean <laughs> we need to put a poll on facebook were you taking it on the face in 03 <laughs> no i think when, that no the, when did they gain popularity <laughs> more in the teens what, what was the heyday what was the heyday of a face full of cum <laughs> I think if you go back and watch real to real porn, there's probably some facials on there. But I don't think it became a thing where girls were like, yes, yeah, give me a facial. Them, right. Like Bukaki. Until 2012, maybe? Yeah. 2010 at the yeah. earliest. During the right. end of the first Obama administration, yeah. Yeah. did facials become a popular thing? I'm telling you. That's, yeah. yeah so this letter was uh, probably, we think, that, written in the last 10 years. I would have made America now, great again. In that so letter, is, does she do any like weird stuff like above eyes, like a oh, heart? Yes. Oh, she does she do does. that. She does. She has the whole thing's written in very like girl handwriting. So she is in her at least her early to mid twenties. Lots would you of excellent. No, you I would think hope. she's younger. You would think hope. She, oh god, these people are our age, man. He was a VHS collector. I thought you were going to say he was a veteran. Want to deal with that? <laughs> a veteran of Desert Storm. He's at least our age. <laughs> He's Schwarzkopf. Schwarzkopf. <laughs> Come on, my face, General. Schwarzkopf. Mid thirties, no younger than that. I'm gonna Desert Storm that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go to, to Iraq with. Colin Powell. He went with Colin Pound. <laughs> uh, I love that she's polite about it, though. Mission accomplished. She's a sweetheart. Yes. Absolute sweetheart. This, I, yeah. lo- I love you. I would love, underlined all caps, I would love nothing more to wake up to you putting your dick into my throat, heart, a nice facial before work sounds lovely. Consider it. Question mark. What Here's, if he was like, I thought about it uh, and no. Not hold for on. Me. Hold on. We need to, I mean, not to sound gross. First thing she says <laughs> is, late. I hope you're taking a morning shit. His, his dog is tucked <laughs> in. His dog is tucked into the toilet, toilet seat. water. Almost touching toilet water. So literally, she doesn't even say wash her hands. Get into the bedroom and finish on me after you took your morning constitution. And don't even like wake up like hey honey hey honey just you just grab her nose and chin and open her mouth <laughs> hey honey i know you just got caught honey i know you just got off the midnight shift at delphi can you uh, service me please general schwartz like, you know that's how she wanted to woke up just like <laughs> honey were you putting oh. cables on the factory line this morning there I, at packard she, she's giving it all and asking nothing in return because i for a second i was like maybe a sir special is him returning the favor him reciprocating to her but it says it's him tipping his hats 
We need a t-shirt that says Sir Special. Sir Special. But it says, let me serve you a 4.45 a.m. Sir Special. I hope she blows him in and feeds him a steak. Yeah, Waffle House thing. We got a Sir Special. She puts a little bow tie on his cock. Oh, my gosh. She works at the Brown Derby. She's a server. She got the Brown Derby. Oh, yeah. That's got to be something on Urban. I'm sorry, but my stomach is flipping knowing the fucking whiff she's going to encounter when she's getting getting served a manslaw. I knew you'd probably read this before a text message. I hope you enjoy your morning poop. I hope you enjoy your morning poop. I know how much you love this shit. Shane, we're going to have a breaking news right now. This is CNN Breaking News. Put me on that set at Corker Cat. I'm reading this letter and saying it's mine. I'm, I'm going to say it, but I'm going to do it as Dane Cook. Spies. I hope you enjoy your morning poop and it's not too stinky. Ha ha. She used the wrong two. She's yeah. put T.O. Oh, she's not good at the English like that. Fuck. Okay, there's one more scenario here. Okay. Who would have thought she was an uneducated I'm whore. serious. Yeah. We could be getting rickrolled by the Andy Kaufman of women. You know, the greatest oh. women comedian of all time is really just mind fucking all of us. Amy Schumer? <laughs> I, if he is, I mean, but you you have to. Look I think at this, this is legit. And you know I think funny this is that legit. Is, it probably is. I'm saying that's like it's a, a possibility. Theory. Someone else wrote it, and like for them to come up with off the fly something called a Sir Special, Sir I'm special like, is just that's awesome. that is very specific. Guys, I'm guys. gonna go on a limb and say this is a college or high school girl who's who has a fucking notebook. That's what I think. Yeah. I think it's like a, it's someone a in college, college or high school because no one just has. She fucking, goes to college. Like, fucking three ring he fucking works, notebooks laying around. Did he actually work on the docks? Guys, we need to recreate. Give me facial very <laughs> poops. There is a new Goodwill opening in McKinley Heights in Niles. Here we go through every VHS. We need to recreate this note and tuck it into a VHS and have somebody pick it up. Keep the chain going. Good Why don't idea. we just have a bunch of different notes for a like bunch the, of different movies? Yeah, yes. yes. This is like the ring, but with facials. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, seven days. You will get come in your face. You'll get a sir special. <laughs> You're <gonna> sir special. <laughs> Next time we meet, all of us have one letter. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Yes, everybody. We have, have to one compose letter. our own letter. Next time we meet, can we ask Goodwill? Can we do a live podcast like a swim meet series? <laughs> it has to be handwritten. No computer bullshit. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna hammer mine. No AI. Too. I'm, gonna I'm hammer. having my wife write my notes so I could have nice. a woman's handwriting. I'm gonna hammer job. mine to the telephone pole with a little pool tab. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want a Sir Special? <laughs> Call us over. Mine's going to be a banner pulled by a small biplane that flies all over Trumbull all right, County. All right. Well, we got to go to a bar now where someone, we can create a drink, commemorate this moment as the Sir Special. What oh. would we put in a Sir? It's got to have it's fucking Kahlua. Gonna be, it's going to be milk. cloudy. It's very yeah, cloudy. cloudy. Beef yeah. eater gin, sir. Yes. Beef eater alcohol I know of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Coke icy Plus beef eater okay. with beef eater and it's got to have Kahlua. It yeah. on the top. Yeah. Uh, Bailey's. Bailey's. Little Bailey's. cream on the top. Yes. Yep. Sir special. We need some, we need a bar to write it on their, their and board. The shot glass will have lipstick already on it. <laughs> you hope that's lipstick. Yeah. You, you can put a, a little on um, the top for garnish. You can put a little uh, creamer around the rim. So yes. it's dripping down the glass. 
Oh my god. Chunky. All right, I, I think we've we've played this one like out. So, I think we got everything we can out of this. <laughs> yeah. So a pool scene reached out to me about something that was bothering them. They went back. They were listening to some old episodes. They actually listened to one swim meet series episode where we talked about Saved by the Bell. Now I had mentioned a pet peeve of mine where what does Saved by the Bell even mean? Because you're not saved by the bell if you're in class. If you're not in class and the bell rings, you're late. So it drives me nuts. What does that even mean? I think it's more because it's always been a boxing term and that's what the pool yeah. scene are kind of just the pool scene who reached out to me <laughs> maybe so this pool scene i also have a letter for you to read <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled out a sir, copy of evil dead sir kevin <laughs> I'm putting this, I'm going to print this letter and put it in my copy of Evil Dead. But yeah, that's exactly what they said. They said in, in boxing, Saved by the Bell means if a fighter's like about to be knocked out or right. on the ropes and the bell rings, you know, they they live to fight another round. Okay. So yes, I, just I like under- high school is kind of like that or school is kind of like that. School is like boxing. Like, like you're just getting beat the fuck up. You, you ever see Lean on Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know then why Saved by the Bell, the show chose to parlay a boxing term into a show about high school when the context does not apply because Saved by the Bell in a school application makes no sense. Well, because you want to beat the fuck out of Zach knowing that he's trying to fuck your girlfriend every other episode. Maybe you're like getting yelled at by a teacher and then the bell rings to change class. You're like, ah, Saved by the Bell, Good man. Thing I, didn't beat the I was going to punch out of my you. teacher. <laughs> so we got to get Sambo Brick or Peter Engel on the show to explain themselves. It's the only way. Maybe, oh my God, Sambo Brick wrote that note. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Sir Special. So special. Anybody else uh, before Shane, any stand up coming up, Mike? Oh, uh, just my Cork channel. and Cap show at the Cork and Cap and on Elm Road in Warren, Ohio is February 18th. No cover. And uh, yeah, really nothing other than uh, look for the bowling show with TV's Don Walker, which will I'm excited will be, for that. Uh, be, yeah. uh, look on social media, like on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. You should probably get some stuff up on Instagram. We're going to be putting like a lot of like little special tidbits out there once everything gets rolling. But it's going to be called The Bowling Show with TV's Don Walker. So that should be fun. It's going to be funny. There's a lot of local comics, actors, actresses. Uh, uh, it's going to be a combination of a lot of really, really funny and talented people. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, thank you again for joining us. This has been fun. I don't know how next week or any other episode is going to top this Thanks one. for having us. Yeah, we, yeah, we talk about this lot. after the episode, what's going to be next week. And maybe there's a possibility WTF season goes a little bit beyond 10 episodes. Maybe not as much as banger season, but maybe a little bit. Something yeah. pops in. We've discovered shit on Tubi all the time and we go, oh my God, maybe we need to watch Tubi's this. Tubi's awesome, man. We, the there is a little scuttlebutt saying yeah, maybe not next Tubi. season, but the season after, maybe we do a Tubi exclusive season where it's everything on Tubi Ooh. we cover on the podcast. Oh, that's, that's totally Tubi, you learn. <laughs> you sound like Patsy. That ain't. For sure. Hey, do I get that? So special. Need some money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, as soon as Jim uh, hits end on this recording, we're all going to give each other some surf. Yeah. <laughs>